Next up on Racing HQ, Ed Cummings is on the line. Good morning, Ed. Thanks for your time. Uh, that's okay, mate. How are you? Really well. You're, uh, you're left with uh, Sunborn at, uh, at Randwick today. We're talking about race 10, horse number nine for Reese Jones, Sunborn. She really grabbed the bridle and won a trial by a big space at Randwick last week. Was that the intent to have her trial like that, Ed? Because in the past, when she's trialed, she's been sort of kept under wraps in the past, but she really grabbed the bridle the other day. Yeah, look, I mean... I not the sort of thing that we would normally do I guess but ultimately it comes down to what the other horses in the trial are, are there and, and happy to do as well so you know everyone's out to you know train their horses the way that they like I think uh, Zach was more than happy to uh, let her slide across comfortably as opposed to sort of being caught wide and she was just in a really comfortable space um, striding forward under her own steam so uh, I've got you know no qualms as such but um, yeah it was probably a little bit different to what we normally do um, at the same time, she's also come in and had probably the best preparation in leading up to a first up run that she's ever had. So, you know, it's probably only fair that she should be starting to show, um, you know, a bit, bit, bit more on the track than, than, and, and also show some of the stuff that we've seen from her fairly regularly over the course of her career. So mm. hopefully she can translate that into um, racetrack performance today. Just for our audience that, that perhaps haven't seen that, that vision of the trial. And when I say she grabbed the bridle, it's not as if she, she roared away and, and, and gassed herself because she seemed to be doing it quite comfortably, Ed, from a punter's point of view. I thought it was a, as an excellent trial. Have you done anything different with her, this preparation? You said that she's, she's you know, um, starting to furnish and, you know, this preparation sort of going to be her, her best, just reading between the lines. Have you done anything differently with her? Honestly, very little, apart from the fact that she's, She's had a, uh, a trouble-free preparation so far. Where, where in the past, um, you know, she's been a little bit uh, more highly strung because of issues or, or situations that she's found herself previously in her career. Like she's she's come back from injury twice. Um, you know, she's she's been hampered on more than one occasion. You know, and, and she's probably lucky to be with us still, uh, even after that that fall with Hot and Hazy a couple of years ago. So. Mm. Um, you know, it's it's just been it's just taken that period of time to be honest, Anthony, and, and like we've just obviously just tried to keep her in a grade and step her through and, and 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 let her reach that potential on a far more you know a patient approach because of what she's been through, um, and and you know fingers crossed uh, we'll see we'll see the the depths of her potential realised on the track, you know, in the next few months and, and hopefully even. Uh, and, you know, another full season um, under a belt. How does this race set up for her today, Ed, noting that, you know, she, as I said, she grabbed the bridle there in the trial and went forward. There's some fast horses in this race. How does it set up for her from a map point of view? Oh, look, I think there's enough speed there for her to be able to be comfortably sort of second, third set of pairs if they do, you know, um, live up to that early speed. But ultimately it's it's going to come down to how she jumps, how, how Reese finds her. You know, we'll have a reasonably conservative approach, but but nonetheless, we want to make use of the barrier um, over a short course at Randwick. Um, but the, as far as the rest of the field's concerned, you know, there's there's a couple of danger horses there, uh, and and they're all pretty well figured out in the marketplace. Mm. So, I, you know, I probably don't need to point them out to you. Um, ultimately, it'll just come down to how Reese is able to navigate a path for her and, and produce her at the right time to to hit the line. But um, but we know she. 
she travels very well and she can travel on a high cruising speed. Uh, but it is about just trying to manage her way into the race at, at the right time for her to stretch out um, you know, the way that we know that she can. Zach Lloyd rode her in that most recent trial at Ramwick. Was he unavailable or was he already committed to, to Chris's horse in the race? I think he's already committed, yeah. So, so whether it stays in the race or not, I'm not sure. But, um, uh, yeah, that was. Um, I think he was a bit sorry to lose the ride. Okay, and she's pretty straightforward. Is it uh, Reese's first go on her? Is she pretty straightforward, Ed? I think it is uh, Reese's first go on her, uh, but she is reasonably straightforward, you know, just like the trial. You know, you can either... Mm. You can either give her an inch of rain and, and she'll just work forward or, or you can um, just ask her to come back that, that wee bit and she's much better at coming back and dropping the bridle now than she than she ever has been. So that's what we've been focusing on. That's why she's still in training because we always knew that there was more race craft for her to improve on. And once she did develop that greater race craft, then we'd have far more options as to how far she can go. Okay. You scratched uh, three wise men from today. Uh, is he likely to run first up at Canterbury on Wednesday? I see he's in the noms. Yeah, I think so. Look, Nightmare, look he's drawn well at Randwick today, um, but um, I just felt like sometimes those midways can just be a little bit too intense, and, and uh, given that he's first up and he's eligible for something easy midweek, and um, it just made a bit more sense. Going to 12.50 is probably not going to hurt him, his chances either. The fact that he's probably a better horse over a bit more ground, so... I thought that was a good uh, way for him to, to step out. Um, and uh, I suppose we can focus more on Sunborn today. Okay. And in tomorrow, uh, comment on straight acer race five, horse number one off a, off a little break. Have you had a look at that race? Yeah. Yeah. Look, I, I think he's a nice horse. There's no doubt about that. Um, and it's a winnable race. As, and he's got a winnable draw and, and he's got a good jock on. So, uh, all, all, all ticks in his favour there. I, I think he'll run well. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see him win. And, um, you know, I'd, I'd only be disappointed if he wasn't able to run very well. Okay, that's a good push. That's Hawkesbury tomorrow, listeners. Race five, horse number one, straight acer. There's no markets out yet, but a good push from Ed Cummings on, on that particular runner. Uh, what about a couple of your other horses that are going really well at the moment, Ed? The Queenmaker, she's had a, a great preparation this time round. When might we see her again? Uh, so the plan win, lose, or draw last start was to give her a month off at the water walker at Wild Oaks. Okay. Uh, and that's where she is right now. She'll come back in in a couple of weeks' time, a bit over two weeks, and then you'll probably see her mid-September. Mm-hmm. Um, just just, uh, just in some benchmark handicaps on a, on a Saturday and, you know, providing she can um, step, step forward and, and continue to improve like she ought to off, off easily her best campaign. Um, you know, it's pie in the sky stuff at the moment, but she would be eligible for a race like the Five Diamonds if she was good enough. So, you know, but we'll kind of have that in the back of our mind and, and give her an opportunity to um, to get to a race like that. But five-year-olds, 1,800, you know, like that's kind of yep. perfect for her. Uh, obviously a big money race, but she'll, and she'll need to lift her rating significantly, but I'd say that she's capable of doing that too. Sort of, sort of thinking she might be one you could sneak to the country for a big dance qualifier as well. She'd well, profile like and, a horse... I totally agree. You know, like I think there's, you know, it's the beauty of the way racing New South Wales is setting itself up at the moment. There's opportunities for horses that are sort of caught around that 80, 80 range mm. that, that can go to a big dance um, or, or, or even, you know, higher up in the ratings. But, you know, you've also got these um, age classification races like the Five Diamonds and the Golden Eagle that 
you know, you can split off and, and go and attack something like that instead too. So a um, bit more on the agenda for us, you know, like we probably should have sent a horse like Dewis to a, a Golden Eagle in hindsight, but, um, um, you know, that's all a learning process and, and I would like to have a runner in that race this year if I can manage it. Speaking of Dewis, I had a note to ask you about Dewis. Uh, still spelling since third in that QE2 race up at Eagle Farm. How long is she from, from coming back in, Ed? Yeah, not far at all, actually. She's, um, she was always going to have a couple of weeks off in the paddock and then a couple of weeks uh, working up the hill at Wild Oaks and in the water walkers. So she's coming to the end of that now and she'll probably be in next week just to start getting ready for either late August kickoff or, or something in September. Um, I haven't quite figured out where she'll start yet, but we'll get a clearer picture of that when she steps back into the stable at some point next week. And what about your South Australian Oaks horse, Arts? Um, I noticed she's active on risers, so she's in work. How far along is she? Yeah, so just came back in maybe two or three weeks ago um, and, and looks really good. She's she's developed a lot and, and just in terms of her own um, strength and maturity, you know, she's a lot, an, an even better horse in the in the feed bin now than she ever was. So uh, the Kellys were um, happy to be patient, but she was just doing everything right, I think, out in the paddock for them to be confident to send her back in and, and she hasn't put a foot wrong. So I think this will easily be her best preparation, even though she's, um, you know, obviously very good in the Adrian Knox and, and probably almost too good in that race to be as effective in the Oaks a week later. So um, hopefully with a better preparation as far as timing and spacing goes, we can try and aim up at a, a couple of nice races, but ultimately there's no pressure. Yep. Uh, I think everyone's happy just to see her work through the grades and, and just keep being put in races she can win. Sounds encouraging anyway. Looking forward to see her back in the spring. Thanks so much for your time, Ed. Have a, uh, have a great day. Best of luck with Sunborn and that runner tomorrow out at Hawkesbury as well. Thanks so much, Anthony. All the best.